Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, Harvard, and Strangle Podcast. I, I apologize. Or watch you our videos it. on YouTube at Our Wrestling Channel. On social media, can you give us a follow on Instagram or Twitter at OWP2019? Not a big or guy. on Facebook at Our Wrestling Podcast. Fuck yeah. I am. I'm, I think we're going to have some fun right now. Chris Jericho, the Undisputed Champion. Missed opportunities. I only Craig. say I only say this because of the fact that you know you're gonna read like probably three fourths of it and be like I don't see any problems with any of it. Nah, that's and then problems. really it, it and then really the build up to WrestleMania 18 we'll get to is what fucking derailed everything. So, but it's it's classic Vince back here, like classic Vince, where you give someone an opportunity and then but Vince is like, no, I'm completely gonna tame your character and do you're gonna do what I want, blah blah blah. And then you're like, oh, because everybody knows like Jericho would uh, go on to come back, I want to say, in 06. And that's mm-hmm. when he became like the suit wearing heel Chris Jericho. And he really figured out like his heel voice. And it wasn't just turning, you know, the uh, Ayatollah of rock and roll heel and face, which is what he did a lot in the beginning from WCW, WWF. He would just turn that character heel and face, heel and face. And it's like he learned how to be an actual heel when he came back in 06 and he put the suit and tie on and he didn't talk that much and he won the world title. He said that was like his real crowning as champion. So unfortunately we're going to talk. He was the first ever undisputed WWF champion after WCW was bought and they merged the titles and everything, but you don't like, it's weird. It's like, that wasn't even his favorite run. He's like, my favorite run was years later in 06 when I learned how to fucking be a heel. But here it was like, it was so forced and weird. Talk about it. Great. Yeah, it it really, it was the perfect piggy bank off the shitty invasion angle. So no oh, surprise here. Oh, no. No surprise. Yeah, no, I think... I, I think... Jericho is known for being the first undisputed. I think it's, he's a casualty in here of, like, maybe he was just the compromise of not giving it to uh, Rock, Austin, or Angle at this point, and it was the safe... Or a Triple H at that time who was coming back from an injury. and. But I think the, the 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 devastating part and the missed opportunity part I think that we'll talk about is what happened after this. Like, okay, let's say WrestleMania 18 makes sense with Triple H coming back. And yes, it was good to elevate Jericho and he held the title for 98 days. But like, uh, what could have been other than that and why it was so kind of messed up and actually hurt him in the long run or in the short run, long run, he was absolutely fine. But like, um, did a disservice to him almost. Like on this, like, yeah, it's on weird. We're, we're going to identify this as a well. I mean, I, I'm not going to speak for you guys, but we're going to identify this as missed opportunity. But you know, he's pretty much one of the greatest wrestlers ever. You know, like today, as we talk about, what? he retired pretty- luckily uh, 10, 15 years ago. So Jericho's comfortably yeah. Wrestling oh, he hasn't wrestled in at least twenty years. But no, I'm no, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, and no, and we can say true. that us three are kind of like an appreciation society for Jericho, yeah. and we still oh, think right, fondly right. of him. Never been his old matches. Good call on that. 
Thank you. Yeah, Jericho's never done anything wrong. All right. No. Anyways, after becoming a part of the Invasion Starline in mid-2001, Jericho remained on the side of the WWF despite previously competing in WCW and ECW. However, Jericho began to show jealousy slowly toward the fellow WWF member, The Rock. Shit. What was yeah. his valet's name? What was the security guard that came down with him with a cutoff shirt? Oh, my God. Because hmm? I was going to make a joke that he did not make the cut for, for the invasion. Put me on the spot right now, like, I would know that. Uh, uh, Ralphus. It wasn't Norbert, Philbert, Ralphus. Dilbert. Ralphus. Ralphus. Yeah. Yep. Jericho. Was Ralphus was not part of the invasion bro. angle. Uh, they, not Ralphus, but Jericho and Rock, face each other in a match at No Mercy for the WCW <laughs> Championship. Jericho won the WCW Championship at No Mercy when he pinned The Rock after debuting a new finisher, The Breakdown, onto a steel chair, winning his first world title in the process. He did an eye rake on a steel chair? Yes. Yeah, oh, maybe that wasn't The Breakdown I'm thinking of. That's Sorry. Shoving the chair out of the ring. Jericho's got the leg hook. Stephanie is doing a one. On a two, three. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. The winner of this bout and new WCW champion, Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho is the WCW champion. And the breakdown. The rakedown. The rakedown. One the night later. chin lock on a steel chair. The two would put their differences aside and won the WWF Tag Team Championships from the Dudley Boys. That's, that's healthy. The, well, that's why the Dudleys have like 18 championships, but it's okay. That's super healthy. Yeah, it's okay. They did that. They put their differences aside and they're like, you know what? We're just two men. We just want to compete. And they won the title. <laughs> but he, I, I love he, he won the here. title. What? Did he, he win the title? It was the four-man tournament, right? It was like Angle and Austin. Yes, we're, we're going to get to that, but he won the, the WCW him. championship. They still identified it as WCW championship here, so him and The Rock kind of traded it back and forth before the match you're talking about, Craig. Got I, wanted to, I wanted to go Sorry. back a little bit and just kind of blend in. You know, just kind of blend in. Sorry. And you're fucking that up, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I just mean that you... Hey guys, a piece they, of they, shit, they, huh? Anybody who's listening, they, they do love So when Jericho, other. okay, we're going to get to it, but Jericho wrestles Fandango. <laughs> um, wow. Sorry. So when Jericho right. joins AEW, sorry. what you're telling me, oh, sorry, we're jumping yeah. way ahead. Oh, fast forwarding a little bit. A- little. After they, not Fandango, but you oh. know, Jericho and what? Rock, they would lose those titles to Test and Booker T on the November 1st episode mm-hmm. Of SmackDown, exclamation point. They continue their feud. On November 5th, episode of Raw, The Rock defeated Jericho to regain the WCW Championship. And following that match, Jericho attacked The Rock with that same still chair. I'm pretty sure he carried it with him. Jericho did earlier. They want to get to the bottom rope. But Jericho is not going to give The Rock any time. Wait, The Rock, there's a roll-up. Champion. It's looked again. The WCW champion. At Survivor Series, Jericho turned heel 
by almost costing the team WWF the victory after he was eliminated in their winner-take-all matchup by once again attacking The Rock. Something about The Rock just pisses, triggers him. Well, you know, good-looking people would do that. Mm-hmm. Come on. I hate it. Yeah, yeah. Good-looking people are terrible. But they're not nice. <laughs> it's true. That's not true. At Vengeance in December of 2001, Jericho defeated both The Rock for the World Championship, formerly the WCW Championship, and Stone Cold Steve Austin for his first WWF Championship on the same night to become the first wrestler to hold both the championships at the same time, which made him the first ever undisputed WWF Champion, as well as fourth Grand Slam winner under the original format. So that whole year of 01 was weird for Jericho because... That was the same year that him and Benoit won the tag titles in that infamous match where Triple H rolled his quad. And then also, yeah. right before that, when Triple H <laughs> was champion, uh, I want to say, it was, was it 2000? I think it was 2000 when he beat Triple H for the world title and they rang the bell and then he made Dave Hebner come out and give the belt back to him. So Jericho had already kind of brushed against greatness like here. And uh, and 01 was an up and down year for Jericho. It's like, it's like Vince... Vince was so famous back here for taking people from other promotions, especially since ECW and WCW were done in 01, of breaking them down and then rebuilding them. You have to learn the WWE way, pal. And I felt bad for Jericho. I remember being a massive Jericho fan and just going like, dude, you can see him struggling. Like he was being held back. Like he had so much charisma, but Vince was so hell bent on, no, I'm going to break you down and I'm going to build you back up. I have to do it to everybody. You will learn the WWE way. So I felt like Jericho was handcuffed a bit. And then finally, when Vince did pull the trigger on him here, he was like, well, you're going to be a, it, just out of nowhere. We're like, yeah, you're just going to beat the two greatest stars we've ever had, The Rock and Austin. And I felt even as a fan, like, God, like, it's almost forced. Like, they had nothing for Jericho. Like, okay, he did what Dave just said. He's the first ever undisputed champion. But I always felt he was less than because his character was never hyped to be this guy that we ever believed beat uh, Rock and Stone Cold, or carry a, excuse me, carry a promotion. Doesn't it feel like it's a compromise between like, okay, Rock and Austin of like, okay, we can't figure out a way out, but okay, uh, Jericho's the way out or the way through to get it through. I'm glad you said that because I remember specifically on this pay-per-view vengeance in 01 when he did it. So Angle was involved too. So Angle and Austin fought for the WWF championship and Austin won. It was like a four-person tournament. And then Jericho beat The Rock for the WCW or World Heavyweight Championship. And so people were like, pissed off when Jericho beat him. 
And I remember the crowd because people were like, oh, it's going to be Rock and Austin. The Rock and Austin have to be in the main event for the first ever undisputed WWE champion ever. It has to be the Rock and Austin. And then when Austin beat Angle, it's like, here we go. Rock is going to beat Jericho. And then when Jericho beat The Rock, people were like, what the fuck? So it ended up in the finals, it ended up being Jericho and Austin. Not to mention they had all those matches back to back to back. So we had no break. So I remember it being flat, the crowd being super dead against the Jericho and the Rock, or sorry, excuse me, the Jericho and the Austin portion of it. And, uh, and then Jericho wins the Undisputed Championship. And people were just kind of like, what the fuck is happening? Like, it was weird. You, you had our mouth yeah. all fixing for some Rock in Austin, and then you ripped it away from us. So I think it was weird. The fans were like, dude, if you're going to, if you're going to somehow like save the shitty invasion angle, you've been shoving down our throat for 10 months. Like, at least have a Rock and Austin payoff. But look at the title. It was Vengeance. It wasn't WrestleMania. It wasn't Royal Rumble. It wasn't anything. They're not going to blow Rock and Austin, you know, for an undisputed title match at a Vengeance, right? So it's yeah. just like we, we kind of got robbed in a weird way. And unfortunately, and Jericho that, was the guy that took the fall. This was in San Diego. It was San Diego Sports Arena, which we used to go to. And it's the oldest semi-crappiest building in uh, yeah. the Southern California area. It's just old. It just And it didn't hold a lot of people. I just I don't remember it being a hotbed of like uh, wrestling fans history. that would, it would cheer and blow up. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't, it was never Chicago, never Philly. San Diego's very fair weather. It was tough. Yeah. It was a tough crowd. Yeah, but alas, Jericho was our first ever undisputed uh, WWF champion. And I remember like the promos they did afterwards with him. Like it, he was I don't think he knew how to be a heel, like the WWE kind of heel. Like he knew how to turn his Lionheart Chris Jericho heel, like the WCW version of Jericho. He knew how to do that. You just, you know, he knew, it was, but in WWF, I think Vince was like, well, you know, you're a heel, pal. So let's change your stuff up. And I remember he dyed like a purple streak in his hair or a red streak or whatever. It was weird. And I remember this part of Jericho just being not, I didn't, I wasn't familiar with him. I wasn't like, it's weird. I never got to know this heel Jericho. So unfortunately, already I started to sour on it, going, "Oh man!" And then Dave's going to get into it here once he starts getting into the run to WrestleMania 18. It's like, ah, oh, got worse. It's a huge accomplishment. Uh, something that I still hang my hat on every day. Now you would think because it's such a big deal, I must have known about this for months beforehand. It must have been decided uh, with meticulous storytelling and, 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 and warnings so I could think of what to do and you would know all of this stuff. No, that's not how that happened. You know how I found out that I was going to become the Undisputed Champion, the first ever Undisputed Champion? You know how? Hmm? I was in catering. And I was sitting there minding my own beeswax, eating my food, and right over here was Vince McMahon and The Undertaker. And Vince started talking loudly where he knew I could hear it, but he wasn't talking to me. And he said, hey, Taker, you know how you know the business is going down the toilet? <laughs> how, Vince? When we're putting the belt on Jericho. <laughs> is there another Jericho? And that's how I found out, literally hours before the show, with a, uh, a thinly veiled insult. Triple H would return and win the 2002 Royal Rumble match. Thus Fuck yeah. Yeah, he's the best. <laughs> earning a shot at the undisputed WWE Championship at WrestleMania. After being out for eight months with a quad injury, by the way. It was yes. a big return yeah. after. In a match against Jericho. He had been gone for a while. Mm-hmm. 
But hey, guess what? Jericho would retain the title at Royal Rumble 2002 against The Rock at No Way Out against Austin. So uh, basically, in January, he defeated The Rock to defend his title. It's like you felt that Vince was and then putting it no on No Way thing. Out against Austin after yeah. that. So he beats he so they rematch right that he takes on the Rock at Royal Rumble 02, which is actually a pretty good match, and then he beat the uh, Austin the next month in February at No Way Out. It's still he's beating the Rock and Austin regularly, and I didn't feel the character was still getting over. Yeah, you just on paper like it sounds fucking phenomenal, right? Yes, on yeah, paper right. it's incredible, but but it was in reality it was all chicken shit heel stuff. Not right? because it the match, all... yeah, exactly. Not because the matches were bad. It was just Jericho being. You could tell Jericho was uncomfortable in this heel character. He didn't know what to do. Jericho had no momentum with his character and no momentum with storyline. Yeah. He was just Jericho, and he's a heel now, and he's trying to be different, and he's awkward, and he's dying a streak in his hair. I would, I would also like, argue that, that Jericho probably handled it really well compared to most people. Given oh, sure. I, I'm, yeah. I'm not suggesting that Jericho was not you know grateful or professional. No, of course back, not. Cause I'm, he always is. Yeah. But, but I mean, like, yeah, as a fan, I remember going, God, like, you crown him and then you shove him beating the rock and Austin down our throat because you want to tell us he's good. It's like, I don't know. We just never got behind this character to begin with. We got behind the old Jericho character, but this new heel character, it felt so like sterile and WWE heelish. Like it wasn't like it wasn't the cool original heel character that Jericho came up with in WCW. And even when he sure. first came in WWF, he was like fun and edgy and different. And now. Vince was trying to tell, hey, if you want to be the world champion, um, you got to be this sterile heel. You have to learn to work. And eventually, this did pay off. I think he learned from it. But here, I, I was... I, I don't believe that Jericho didn't know how to work. I think he always knew how to work. But right. What, you know, may, and to your point, maybe working Vince's way, I guess. But there we go. That's probably better. Whatever that is. In the build-up to WrestleMania 18, Jericho would side with Stephanie McMahon and form an alliance this would rub fans the wrong way, as it was intended to get heat leading into the match with Triple H. But instead, it was a head-scratcher, as Jericho would always verbally dress Stephanie down when he was uh, a face to the light of the fans. Um, that it was all the weird. famous things when he would cut the promos. He'd be like, Stephanie McMahon, you are a big, you are a fat hose bag and everyone would like cheer and Jericho would go on all these popular rants or whatever and like run her down and then out of nowhere... You turn Jericho heel awkwardly, and then you throw him and, into a feud where Dave's going to get to it, where now it's more about Stephanie and Triple H going into the buildup to your biggest show of the year, and Jericho as the undisputed champions in the background. And so here I was like, dude, you missed this opportunity. You could have built Jericho as like a more credible heel. You already had him beat The Rock and Austin back to First of kinda, all, same it, night. It kinda, then kinda, you had him beat him kinda, at the Royal Rumble and, and, well, and uh, No Way Out. Like and already, now you already, well, you already know what's going to happen. They're like, oh, yeah. All right. Where are we in there was a promo where Stephanie was right taking here? control and she made Jericho hold her dog. And she's like, I won this in the divorce. And Jericho is in the background of the promo holding a dog. And I'm like, dude, this is about Triple H and Stephanie. They should just face each other at WrestleMania. What was your, Jericho, you know, what was your question, Greg? Are they married in real life at this point? Uh, Triple H and yes. Stephanie? I, yes, they are. Yeah. So this angle is all built, and we knew it backstage or whatever, but they weren't in um, kayfabe. They're not. They're not married. Yeah. No, they're married. They were married in uh, the storyline too, because they did that whole thing in two thousand two thousand one. Okay. And then when Triple H came back as a face after the quad tear, he divorced Stephanie or wanted to divorce her. So then she's like, "Fine." So 
So then, yeah, she would be, she sided with Jericho, but Stephanie has a big presence, you know, on screen. And so does Jericho, but she overshined Jericho because I, I, I really believe Jericho wasn't like comfortable in his heel role. And then she's making him hold a dog, hold the dog. I got this in the divorce. Like, and it he, was a whole he thing. He had and, no chance. If you yeah. had Stephanie and Triple H working this backstage, the angle, and it's all to like build up to Triple H coming back and winning the title build up after them. squad tear. Yeah. He had no chance to, right. to shine or, or whatever to get over well, here. Well, having Jericho side with Stephanie made the feud more about Triple H and Stephanie rather than Jericho and the undisputed WWF Championship. Jericho would eventually lose that title to Triple H in the main event at WrestleMania of WrestleMania oh, 18, weird. which is why nobody likes it. Jericho was later drafted to SmackDown brand in the inaugural WWF draft lottery. He would then appear at Backlash, interfering with Triple H's undisputed WWF championship there against Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Wow, there's a name for you. And he was quickly it's a double whammy, right? Ring. So they build up Triple H, mm-hmm. they sacrifice Jericho. Triple H wins the title after heroically coming back after his injury or whatever, divorces quote unquote Stephanie on in the kayfabe storyline, and then he loses to Hulk Hogan two months later. Uh, people want to tell me that Vince was fine, like even back here in O2. I'm like, he wasn't. He wasn't. No, it doesn't make none of this makes any sense. Going on, I feel, I feel, I feel, on the I feel like he was honestly. I feel like he was it, a flipping a coin half the time. Yeah, had Hogan and Rock not had that reaction at WrestleMania X8, like it wouldn't have happened. You'd still have Triple H champ. Never yeah. fucking happened. He'd be still champion to this day, by the way. Which, which, which leading to I think what we're going to talk about now is like Jericho's just absolute like. Path kicked down the ladder Massive on the decline, right? after this. Yeah, right. Like, forget about trying to be on par and holding him and sustaining yeah, tri- this momentum. Triple H beats him in a champ. yeah. Triple H beats him in a hell of a cell match, a Judgment Day, and then he would compete in the, uh, compete in the King uh, King tournament, and he would defeat Edge and Big Lebowski, but he was defeated by Rob Van Dam there, and then he would begin a view with Cena. He would lose to him at Vengeance. You see Jericho just This is a debuting down. Cena, by the way. Cena, not the white rapper Cena, not all that stuff. It was when Cena first debuted in the neon. Ruthless aggression. Yeah. That, that's so Cena. people remember this him slapping Kurt Angle. Stephanie liking what Cena's raps on the bus. Yeah. <laughs> people remember him slapping Kurt Angle, and that was a start. But his first full feud, Cena, was against Jericho, and Jericho lost. Right after losing the Undisputed Championship. So really, how important was it? He got hosed. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, I saw this opportunity like... because I'm like, listen, if you want him to lose a Triple H, fine. I get it. Triple H right. came back. Big, that made big sense. story. Big pop. That's totally fine. But don't bury him with Stephanie and figure out a way that he could just let Jericho do promos on his own. Like, I felt like Vince wanted to control this heel. If I'm going to put the titles on you, pal, and make you the first ever undisputed champion you have to be what i want you have to be the vince heel you have to do this and i feel 
it was a missed opportunity. I think that even though he was a transitional champion, obviously from December to April, WrestleMania, you put him in all these places where he beats The Rock, he beats Stone Cold in rematches, and then he takes on Triple H. Like you could, you I feel, and you didn't have to involve Stephanie, right? You didn't need to. Triple H could have feuded with Stephanie after he won the world title, and then Jericho could have faded off and did whatever. But like I just feel, I feel it was a missed opportunity because I'm like, dude, you had. Like Jericho, this new young guy, you failed with the invasion storyline. You pulled the trigger and said, let's make just a brand new heel out of nowhere and make this guy Jericho, which we never thought would be the undisputed champion. Let's do it. And then Vince is like, and we'll make him a generic heel and we'll put him in the background and Stephanie yeah. will be the forefront and the build up to WrestleMania will be Stephanie and Triple H. And that's it. Craig, what do you say, weird. man? I would say that like he was a victim of... Uh, McMahon um, coming up with something and then being influenced by Shane and trips and what have you and then the popularity of Hogan and then he was just uh, cast aside and then all of a sudden Vince probably blamed him for himself uh, uh, blamed Jericho for not getting over by himself so it's like right uh, and Jericho at that point probably wasn't that backstage presence that he was and that savvy guy now he was just breaking into his own and on that upper echelon level but like how are you going to compete against that backstage when you have and then Rock, by the way Austin, so after Angle, this right Hogan, in WrestleMania Triple 19 H. which was 03 that's when he took on Shawn Michaels and that's when I felt like Jericho was figuring out his heel and then he really developed in 03 and 04 and like I said in 05 he took on uh John Cena at SummerSlam and that's the first time that Cena got half booed half cheered I remember it distinctly and then Jericho went away for over a year because he didn't resign and he went away with toward the Fozzie and all that stuff. And then he came back in 06 as the he came back against Orton. And then I remember he came back again shortly after that. And that's when he started, he came out and he was super corny. He's like, yeah, yeah. And then he would just get his, like, he would just get a blank face and walk away and not say anything. And then yeah. that's when the suit Jericho and he punched Shawn Michaels wife. Remember the whole segment or oh, whatever. Wow. And then he yeah. had that feud. He had that feud with Shawn Michaels, which was fucking awesome. So, and maybe Jericho needed this. I'm just putting this in the bubble and saying maybe this was a missed opportunity. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe this had to happen for Jericho. Maybe it was just learn. the way it was going to happen, and he wasn't yeah. ready that time. Maybe he should have. Maybe for some reason he would have. Uh, <clears throat> uh, the crowd would have pushed him to that very edge to make Vince McMahon push him to like the top or have him stay there instead of where he went down the card after this. Like, but it was good for him and. Yeah, maybe, I still uh, think it's a missed opportunity. Maybe this is the first missed opportunity that we did where it's not. Missing each other. Our For audio fans, give us a listen. Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. Gosh darn it. Uh, or watch our videos wow. on YouTube. You got it. No, you know. Our wrestling channel no, you got on it. social media. That's fine. Give us a follow it, on Instagram buddy. or Twitter at OWB2019 or on Facebook at Our Wrestling Podcast. Or just and Craig. go to Daily Motion where we're free. And Daily Motion, our wrestling <laughs> podcast. This is the official song of Daily Motion. Missed opportunities no are Daily Motion on videos for sure. Uh, this is the OWB signing off. Have yourself a good one. <laughs>